0: Welcome to the Natural Hair Education Podcast, where we empower, educate, and embrace our essence through the love of natural hair. I am your host, Corinthian Carruthers II, and thank you for listening. I am a licensed beauty educator, licensed cosmetologist, and natural hair culturist. I am co-owner of Creative Hair School of Cosmetology and creator of Natural Hair Education where I guide, teach, and coach beauty school students and professional stylists on their path towards mastering and increasing their value and income in natural hair care and braiding. On this platform, we will discuss real hair stories, break myths, and grow in self-love. Hey everyone, welcome back to season two of Natural Hair Education. Listen, today... I have a sticky conversation that I need to talk about. Okay, It's very necessary at this time, considering the changes that are being made in the industry. And today's topic is the salon experience due to COVID-19. There are a lot of conversations that are happening around this topic, a lot of questions. And so today I wanna just bring some of the things to the light and I have a question. I have a question for the stylist and I have a question for the clients that are out there that are considering going back into the salon. So my first question, this is directed to the stylist that will be standing behind the chair, whether you're a barber, um, nail technician, hairstylist, what will you as a stylist need to do to create the confidence your clients will need? Again, what will you as a stylist need to do to create the confidence your clients will need? My next question is for the clients. What will you expect from your stylist? When you go into that salon environment, what is it that you are expecting from your stylist? Now I ask this question because there are a lot of states that have already opened up. The non-essential workers, quote unquote, which were the barbers and the salon owners and massage therapists, tattoo shops, they were able to open up in the first phase. Whereas a lot of states, the salons are still closed. Now I'm in Michigan and our governor has recently released a statement saying that it's very unlikely that salons will open in one of the first phases. And aside that, you know, there are a lot of people that are very angry about this as well. We even had a, a what was it a, a, operation haircut on our capitals lawn. Like people were actually out there cutting hair, trying to prove a point to the governor about non-essential businesses being closed. And those, of course, including the barber shops and the hair salons. But here's my take. I'm not defending those people that were out there because I feel like you should always obey the laws of the land. However, I want everyone that is listening to realize that barbers and hairstylists are essential workers, okay? Now, at this time, Because of everything, COVID has shut down practically every single thing and we were considered non-essential, but the work that we do is very essential. We do more than just standing behind a chair, giving haircuts and doing hairdos. We are healers, okay? We do so much more for our clients. Our clients come to us to escape, you know, get a breath of fresh air here and there to just take time out for themselves. And so when people start mentioning that, oh, haircuts and hairstyles, you guys don't need that. Yeah, sometimes a lot of times people may not need it, but they go because they need it internally and for their mental sanity. So the work that we do and the services that we provide is deeper than what may appear to the eye. It's an expression for us. It's our art. It's the way that we use our creativity with our hands and our mind. And for the clients, it's it's their time to come in and relax and escape in that it is healing that is manifested. Okay, but I'm not here to talk about that. I want to talk about the experience and the expectations that we at salon owners, stylists, and even barbers can do to create the confidence for our clients to come back and receive services. So I'm going to share with you all 10 COVID-19 standard practice policies that you can implement when you get back into the salon. So the first one, of course, is clean, sanitize, and disinfect everything that has a non-porous surface. Now, when we're cleaning and disinfecting, as you may learned in beauty school, um, you have to always use soap and water to clean, okay? You just can't take your combs and immerse them in barbicide or spray them down with an EPA disinfectant, you have to first clean all of your tools with soap and water and then use a EPA approved disinfectant to emerge those tools or spray on a hard surface top. Make sure you guys follow those directions. I know barbicide has a class that a lot of us has taken and make sure you follow those procedures to make sure that you're keeping your tools and implements, your work area, your station, door handles, all that clean. The second standard practice policy is one-on-one client services. And although this may cut down on the number of people you service in one day, this will help create more of a personal experience for your clients, as well as help them ensure that you are doing your due diligence and keeping you both safe. Number three will be facial masks. I'm thinking this will be a mandatory thing for stylists and clients. And for stylists who you know need to make up some extra cash on the side to supplement what clients you are not servicing, you can also retail facial masks. And not just facial masks, but with number four, you can create personal care kits for your clients to purchase home care and to help supplement your income. So you can create packages for your clients to purchase. So when they go home, they can actually have a system that you've explained to them how to use, how to maintain their hair care, and you know, supplement your income. You can also retail facial masks as well. Number five is you wanna reconsider your attire by wearing scrubs and removing them to be laundered before going home. This may sound like a lot of work, but if you wanna protect the people in your home, you want to not take that home with you. So I will invest in scrubs and having them at my place of, of work, getting there, changing into them, and taking them off and laundering them before going home. And I would also recommend that you start using a fully extended styling cape for your clients, not just one that's halfway, but one that can fully cover up their um, body as well. Number six, here we go, y'all. Limit cash payments by accepting payments online. So yeah, I know, you know, we like our cash in our hands, but at this point in time, I'm sure everyone has some type of way to pay through cash app or PayPal or a swipe, something other than the exchange of cash payments. Number seven, create a COVID-19 service manual. Listing out the services that you'll be offering during this time, and I say that because for those of us who are in the natural hair um, realm, we may do a lot of braids and interlocking locks, things that are time consuming. And if a service will take you an extended amount of time, you may want to reconsider doing that service at that time only because you don't want to be around a particular person for a long time. And with that, I know a lot of us may, for well, I should say the braiders, may do two on one. I would recommend cutting back to one stylist per client. Number eight, do a wellness check-in as your clients enter the salon. Now, when I say a wellness check-in, this could be a temperature check. This could um, be a brief consultation about how they feel. Have them complete a waiver form within that consultation packet to release you and the salon of any liabilities. But the main thing is to do a wellness check. You may have to check their temperature, but the most important thing is do not service anyone who does not feel well. Number nine, maintain social distancing between you and other co stylists So I know that there has already been some talk about the amount of space between the stylists in the salon and it should be six feet apart. Make sure you and other co stylists are keeping your separate distancing. And if you have clients that are waiting for services, make sure they wait in their car instead of waiting in the salon, especially if it's a small environment. I know a lot of people are in suites and suites can get very small, especially if there's more than one person in there, One, one if there's more than one stylist in there. So take that into consideration as well. And number 10, you want to wash your hands regularly between clients. Wash your hands like never before, okay? Because we're constantly touching different tools and implements and things like that. And I want to just add with number 10, um, make sure you have enough tools in the day to service the clients that you have on your books so that you don't have to take out time to go and disinfect combs and wait until they're done you can actually move on to the next client once you sanitize that area you can take those combs or brushes that you have place them in a container with the lid put them to the side so at the end of the day you can actually go back in and clean those implements and tools I know this may sound like a lot, but a lot of this you've already learned in beauty school. You've been through infection control. You've learned the different methods of decontamination. So you know what it takes. That's why we are licensed. We're licensed because we understand possibilities of contamination, contagious diseases. We understand all of this. That is why we spend hours learning this craft getting our license so that we be able to serve in such a time as this. So just to recap, for those who are going back to the salon as a stylist, what will you as a stylist need to do to create the confidence your clients will need? That's going to be major here. And clients, what will you expect from your stylist? Now, typically when people walk into a salon, the first thing they do is observe. They see how clean it looks. The second thing that usually pop up is the way it smells. Do it smell clean? Can I smell that they've been cleaning? And then lastly, they're going to be watching the protocol. What are you doing to ensure that both of you are safe? If this information was valuable to you today, I have a free ebook that I'm giving away. And it is the five principles to understanding and performing natural hair services, which includes a bonus chapter that covers the 10 COVID-19 practical procedures that we will need to implement when we get back into the workplace. If you want a copy of this free ebook, all you have to do is go to naturalhairedu.com and submit your email, and I will send you over a copy of the ebook, which includes the 10 COVID-19 Standard Practice Policies. So I want to say thank you for those who are listening. I ask that you follow the podcast, subscribe, and leave a review or comment. I will greatly appreciate that. Let's continue to empower, educate, and embody our essence through the love of natural hair. I'll see you next time.